Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. With Mother's Day on the horizon, I've been thinking a lot about how moms in our country are still getting the short end of the stick on so many levels. As I've been getting more involved in activism on the local and state level here in Colorado, I've been advocating in support of a statewide paid family leave policy, since the United States remains the only developed nation with no federal parental leave rights guaranteed for all workers. Whether it's paid family leave or equal pay for equal work or affordable access to reproductive care, we have a long way to go on the issues that directly impact moms in America and their ability to pursue their rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So this Mother's Day, let's do more to stand up for moms and their ability to be the boss of their own lives. Today, I'm asking you to flip the script on the usual Mother's Day gifts and think bigger. Here are some Mother's Day gift ideas that I think moms would actually want. One, do a housework and childcare audit. Research shows that in households with both a full-time working man and a full-time working woman, men are doing more around the house than ever before, which is great. But while the intent is there more than ever... Time use studies find that women in those households are still doing twice the amount of childcare and housework than those men. Sharing equally in housework and childcare duties is a big challenge for even the most egalitarian feminist households, especially after the arrival of a child. So for this Mother's Day, commit to taking part in a household-wide time-tracking experiment for just one week. Download a simple time-tracking app like Clockify, which can be used on desktop and via their mobile app, and track your time spent preparing meals, cleaning, making the bed, doing laundry, doing any lawn work, etc. If we're not willing to be mindful and commit to transparency about who's doing what around the house, odds are women end up shouldering more by default. Even though Brad the Boo and I don't have kids, we've recently readjusted how we divvy up the household tasks based on the fact that I do the vast majority of cooking for our little household. I thoroughly enjoy cooking, but I hated the fact that I was always responsible for keeping a mental household inventory list running in my mind or meal planning for us each and every week. I like cooking, but that doesn't mean I like all the planning and prep and shopping that goes into it. So we found a way for Brad to manage that mental load by stepping up to do all of our grocery shopping. He's now the operations manager of the household in charge of inventory and grocery shopping. And we've been operating this way for the better part of two months. And I have to say, I'm really thrilled with how it's working out for us. Every night feels something like a Food Network challenge because I get the creative endeavor of making a quick, easy, healthy, delicious meal out of whatever the hell I find in the fridge. It's actually quite fun. It's working out really well. And Brad now has a much more keen understanding of what we need on a regular basis in the house to have great, delicious, healthy, easy meals all the time. Plus, he always comes home with stuff that I would never buy. <laughs> like we've had Oreos in the house nonstop since we made this change, and I'm not complaining about it. 
All right. So for the second idea for Mother's Day gifts this year, let mom nap. Seriously, this came up in a Twitter conversation I had about Mother's Day gifts recently with a Boss Up Bootcamp alum, Rachel, and she's so on point. I have this image of like the 1950s household of the I Love Lucy era that goes something like this. The husband comes in from a long, hard day at work. The wife hands him a cocktail as he slumps into the couch and kicks off his shoes. And as the wife puts the final touches on dinner, the husband sits back, relaxes, and takes a load off. Still today, this is the kind of dynamic I see in so many of my peers' households. Just think about the Thanksgiving Day dynamic we see in mainstream media. The ladies are in the kitchen while the guys watch football and drink beer. This Mother's Day, let's let moms have more leisure. Because on top of shouldering the extra labor of doing more childcare and housework, there's a significant gender gap when it comes to leisure time. According to the Pew Research Center, men spend about five more hours per week than women do on leisure activities, which includes TV time, playing games, sports, and other leisure activities. Five hours is massive. So whether it's a nap or just taking some time to herself, let's encourage the moms in our lives to take a load off, put their feet up, and spend time on themselves guilt-free. Another gift idea for Mother's Day? Plan some quality time together. Another way we can support the moms in our world is to take the lead on managing the family social calendar. In my household, since so much of my professional work involves planning events and designing powerful experiences for our Courage community, planning my own fun is always on the bottom of my to-do list. That's why I joke that Brad the Boo is our household social chair. He's always taking the lead to plan our ski trips, our jam sessions, and parties, and I love that he steps up to organize our social lives. But according to research, Brad's in the vast minority when it comes to managing the mental load of our social schedules. Women, it turns out, are twice as likely to be managing the household and three times more likely to be managing children's schedules than men. So this time of year, don't let the social organizing fall on mom's shoulders alone. Take the lead and plan a simple celebration for her. Reach out to friends and neighbors and make something happen, even if it's a simple potluck picnic in the park. Taking the lead on creating quality time together is a big part of contributing to any relationship. So plan to take the lead on more social events and scheduling duties moving forward too. And finally, this year for Mother's Day, let's do more to support mom's career. After all, just because a woman becomes a parent doesn't mean she's not interested in advancing her career anymore. In fact, many families are counting on mom's career since nearly half of American households have women breadwinners bringing home the majority of the family income, my household included. So the arrival of a child is no time to stop advocating for the career that any woman wants. This Mother's Day, Support the moms in your world in pursuing the professional development that'll help them continue to fuel their ambition. Obviously, a ticket to Bossed Up Boot Camp or a copy of the forthcoming Bossed Up book is a great place to start, but there are so many substantive ways to show your support. Support her work travel. Support her furthering her education. Support her in negotiating and advocating for the pay or promotion she deserves. 
So I want to hear from you. What do you want to see for more moms this Mother's Day? Are you a mom? What is on your wish list? I want to hear from you. And I want to ask you to especially share this episode far and wide so that the men in our lives, especially the men who are with moms in their lives, can see this and take a hint. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback, anything you'd add to this list on social media at Emily Aries or at Boss.org or in the comments section at today's corresponding blog post that has lots of links to original sources. If you want to see some more statistics and studies about all the different metrics I mentioned today at Boss.org slash episode 121. Let's face it, speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And it actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men. And it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak Up, my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment, and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup. 